I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Because I know that I have an incredible kitchen mixer, so it's like, I will top the fuck out of you, and there'll be cookies. So, like, bye. <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, and this week we have one of my favorite people I've ever met from this podcast. It is Dan Pelosi. You know him as Grossy Pelosi on the internet. Incredible cook, king, and queen, and this episode is it, my friends. Uh, if you can believe it, we do discuss more topics in reference to armpits. And um, I want to thank you for coming along on that journey. And thank you for that support. I am actually fighting Apple Podcasts and Spotify to rename this podcast. Um, the current draft is that's a fucking nasty ass armpit podcast. <laughs> Getting a lot of pushback, though. A lot of pushback from the moderators from the boards. Uh, but Speaking of the podcast boards, the people there, girlies, I have a big ask. I love doing this podcast. I love all the messages I've received from you recently. Uh, but one of the only ways to grow this girlina is to get those reviews. So I haven't asked this for a while on purpose. I want to have take a big moment now that if you like this podcast, this gay-ass fucking podcast, and you listen on Apple or Spotify, leave a review with what you like about gay-ass podcast. It would just be such a big gift to me in growing this show as we're getting more and more listeners. So leave a five-star review, what you like about it, and that would make my day. Now, I want to get into this episode with Grossi Pelosi, Mr. Dan Pelosi, and I want to tell you that towards the end of the episode, we talk about a very, very important topic, which is our concern for Rachel McAdams. We need another vehicle. We need another movie, TV show even, if you can imagine, that puts her in the spotlight where she deserves and wins the awards that she deserves. So please enjoy this episode with Dan Pelosi. He is an unbelievable personality. And apparently, uh, when we hang out, I'm going to be uh, cooking a gorgeous meal with him. Just blaze out of our minds. Follow us at Gay As Podcast. And again, if you could leave that five-star review with what you like about the podcast, I would just love you to the ends of the earth. Now enjoy this episode. (laughs) 
I feel like I'm staring into the face of my own mother. It's Rosie Pelosi, Dan Pelosi on That's a Gay Ass Podcast. I've been looking forward to this since the day I was born. Thank you, Dan, for coming on. How are you, babe? Well, uh, I've been looking at your face since the day you were born, conveniently. So, um... I'm great. Thank you for asking. And thank you for having me here on this gay-ass podcast. You're so fucking welcome. Can I tell you this is a true story that no one has responded to an email with a kinder response than you, Dan? Listen to what Daniel Dan Pelosi says in his email. He says, The way I have been crossies, fingies, and toes waiting for this email? Are you joking? The fact that you... You said something about fingers crossies, and I was like, that's so cute. I have to reply. <laughs> I did say crossies, manner. we can make it happen. Yeah, crossies, we can make it happen. I was like, she gets it. Um, she gets it. Well, I also have been following you and just been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> silently by your computer waiting for the email well how I, I hope i hope the wait's been okay um but i feel like this happened uh for a reason the universe brought us together right now for a reason and i'm so grateful oh. for her for doing that we believe that always you know if i had finger chimes i'd be finger chiming but i'll just do the motions bling, you know bling, bling, yeah yeah bling, 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 bling. It's like the old um, Absolutely Fabulous episode where Adina's sure. just walking around finger, like, oh, so good. See, I was going to go for a more current reference of Raja on Drag Race going, oh, yes, it's very that, but less performative. Adina's just doing it to like, I guess she was doing it performative as well, but not as part of drag. Although maybe Adina is doing drag, so maybe it's the exact same thing. Listen, <laughs> uh, the, every, uh, we're all born naked and the rest is what? Drag. That was a test. Sorry, how old is your audience? Do they know what Absab is? I think a lot of them do. I mean, it's... I hope so. We need that to come back around to the kids. How old are you? Oh my, you're asking me within the first okay. three minutes, my eight. I'm, I'm like to pretend that I care about I'm turning 33 in mere weeks. Oh, so I am your mother. Okay, got it. Are you allowed Did... to say how old you are? Yeah, I say it all the time. I'm 40. Oh, God. I mm-hmm. You are a, a gorgeous 40, if I can Aww, say that. You stay really chubby. Are. Well, you're not, you know, just it's a little bit of like nature's filler, which I'm proud of. Um, but yeah, and also my mom is like 70 and looks like she's 35. So it's a little Wait, bit. Wait, I've seen too. a picture of your mom and I she's would never think she's 70. Done, God. Like, I'm like, get her a modeling contract immediately. I'm obsessed yeah. with your family too. I mean, Aww. you, the, all the things, all the things that I read and see and feel and taste and touch. Can you imagine <laughs> if I had hooked up with your family member, would you, um, if you feel excited? That, if I had hooked up with anybody in your family, would you feel, um, worried, excited, fearful? Like if you had sex with them? Yeah. And you can go extended family. I'm not going to make it just, no, I'd be so family. down. I, I want everyone to get fucked as hard as they can always. I think that's a beautiful sentiment. In fact, yeah. I like to sometimes do some deep research for my guests. And while neither of us, I can, hopefully I can say this safely, neither of us feel super passionate about the, the Twitter website. Mm-hmm. I did find something that you retweeted that um, it says, quote, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dick from a man who owns a KitchenAid stand mixer. Yes, period. If you were in your I single days walking into a, a man's home, and he doesn't have a KitchenAid mixer. Does that influence how you jump on the D or get jumped? No, honestly, it doesn't because I know that I have an incredible KitchenAid mixer. So it's like, I will top the fuck out of you and there'll be cookies. So like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I did once go on a date with a guy who had the exact same Le Creuset, which is not just like any like you say, it's a custom William Sonoma color from summer of 2017. So that was huge for me. 
Did that um, influence? Was the sex really good? We actually didn't end up fucking. It was immediately like, like we're sisters. Oh. Um, he was a creative director at Chibani, which I was like immediately like, are you a flip top or a fruit on the bottom? <laughs> like what's that? Like, you know what I mean? Like what's happening? Um, but it just kind of never got there. So I didn't know. I never thought to make fruit on the bottom a gay reference. And I famously growing up only ate fruit on the bottoms, which kind of now in in hindsight feels um, a little on the nose. I don't love really because I like the flip top. Like I love to put like granola on top. You know, you know, like when you can just like, oh, of course I know. Yeah. So I think that that now everyone knows what our sexual preferences are. But anyways, I don't like the fruit on the bottom um for consumption an actual yogurt because i think it's too sugary like it's too saccharine for me like i want to do real fruit well i famously have an addiction to sugar and i will not let you slander my people because we (laughs) no slander it's just my personal preference yeah yeah yeah. well you know what do i consider myself sexually a fruit on the bottom i would say well you said you're a flip top yeah does that mean that Wait, you're just a total top. I could see by your face. You can tell. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Currently, yes. But you know what? That's like not, it's not like an ego thing. It's not because I like have to. I will happily, um, it's just been a long time. I also think that we have to give ourselves some grace to know that the tides change. Months go by and we Ooh. don't have to be one thing right now. If we don't, yes. if, we, if we're different a year from now, a day from now, we have to yes. embrace. People always want like a career defining moment, but it's like a career spans years. It's all about the journey and not the destination, asshole son. (laughs) Oh, God. My 86% female following is going to be so obsessed with this episode. I can't wait. Okay, I was just talking about that with some of my friends who uh, we were talking about like, what actual because i put up a poll from a recent episode about if you enjoyed pits or not and i like to put polls up and, and the people i front like of the line front of the line for front thank of you the line thank but you. i found that out of all the polls i put up this one got like very few people to actually oh, vote really in it. i it just, probably voted in it i hope you did it just I probably it, like responded voted and tried to vote in again sent like, pictures like sent, yes exactly yeah. i have a real like I want to build a vacation home in a really good armpit, you know, and just like go there on the weekends. Are you the girl that licks from top to bottom? Mm-hmm. Side to side. <laughs> you, the reason I bring this up is because that I think because I do have a lot of gay male people that follow me and listen to the yeah. podcast. I would say more listen to the podcast, but I think that there was I have so many women followers also that yeah, were not interested in it is and it is great, but I was like, No, but oh. they are interested. Like that's the thing. I think they're all interested in everything. I think they're interested in, but I don't think they were like, I'm I'm going to partake in voting about armpits. Oh yeah, I see that. When we're talking specifically about the armpits. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, okay girlies, are you a top or bottom? They're like, um, um, but I love the girls who like want to know it all. Like oh, I get some, too. I get some really good questions, and then we go back and forth. And I'm like, "You're fam." Like I'm obsessed. I think that's really beautiful. And yeah. listen, I've said it once, and I'll say it till the day I die. Without our girls, without our girlies, I would yeah. probably not be here. If that's a little macabre. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like I love so much, and I'm I'm a little bit torn because the girls on Lost Culturistas this week just started calling their followers. They switched from readers to Katie's. Mm. And I was like, I don't know if we can do, like, I don't know. I was like, that's controversial for me. I liked readers because it's more general. But they were like, all of our followers' names are Katie. And I was like, that's not fair. Our, both of our names are not Katie. Yeah, I'm my, name, my middle name is Katie, but not my first name. So. Daniel Katie mm. Pelosi. <laughs> it's actually KT. Like, oh, not like Katie, Katie Tunstall. 
Yeah, Katie Tunstall. Oh my god, a reference. Come on, reference. Never That's stop reference. referencing. What was that? Was that suddenly I see? Suddenly I see. see. Is it what, what, uh, oh my god, you, can you make? Can you like in post make that start playing right now? I love like a rancid like throwback like I in my stories at least once a day play fight song just sure, because <laughs> this is my, is my fight. fight song it is like truly the worst best song in the entire world it hits <laughs> me directly down the middle of good and bad I'm obsessed with okay it. if I may reference one that might be a close second to that it's the climb. It's always yes, gonna be another yes, mountain. Yes, I think that's yes. just as good, bad as that song. You know what the problem is though for me is that I've fucked enough guys who actually like grew up liking that song as like a true Kate, um what the fuck Miley Cyrus, whatever, Hannah Montana song. So I'm just like, okay, that like it's not like it's a little scary for me because I like know people who actually like that song. Is that weird? Well, am I allowed to ironically like it? No, you absolutely can't. And then that's the lines the lines blur to then do I actually like it? Yeah, it's like that and Harry Potter. I'm like, I can't talk about it. I've had like three ex-boyfriends who were like obsessed with Harry Potter. And I was like, oh. that went, I missed that. I missed that completely. Oh. Um, I think I'm just a little bit older. Did they ever take you to Harry Potter world and you had to just like watch them play with a wand? <laughs> Jesus, you're good. Um, I, they did not take me, but I worked as an experiential creative director for years and I did a project with Coca-Cola and they sent me to Universal Studios to see a bunch of experiences. It was like a research trip and I went to Harry Potter World and I was like gagged. Um, I actually literally gagged too because I drank that like <laughs> that beer. Whatever I was going to ask about the butter beer. Oh my God. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my entire and life. And coming from a food person that is saying a lot. Why was it so... I've never had it. Why was it so gross? <laughs> Because I famously eat disgusting things. Um, that was like our... <laughs> no, I'm saying because was... <laughs> you have taste. You have taste. <laughs> Everyone has taste. It's all just whatever your taste is. Um, I just... It was like... It, I can't... Like, I'm like gagging me. But oh, it was wow. just like sugary. Like, it was just like, let me just... Here's diabetes in a cup. Like, mm. or a mug. Or a chalice. Or whatever the fuck it was. Not for me. I'm not a sweet liquid person. Okay, then what if I were to offer you a milkshake? What do you say to that? That's ice cream. That's like melted ice cream. I think like for me, I'm like sodas. Like I don't drink sodas. I don't drink cocktails. I don't. Like, I okay. Can't. This is interesting. I think yeah. I would love to break bread with you because I think we might. Because do you find that you enjoy enjoying a meal over a, some marijuana? That's all I, that's like prereq. Like people, like they don't realize that most of the time I'm on Instagram, <laughs> she's with us. You know she what I mean? In, she's in the room. <laughs> she's in the room. There's a yeah. hashish elephant in the room. Yeah, exactly. um, I yeah, that's a that's my dream, and that's why I moved to California. Which I know you famously have a beautiful Brooklyn abode, and weed is everywhere. But there was it something is. about like the backyard food mm-hmm. gathering here under a, a night mm-hmm. sky that's not cold, and it's like and it's I've been like, to many of them. I mean, I oh spent my, my I spent my twenties in San Francisco. So. Oh right, I knew that. Oh, see you, yeah. you know the life and um i also you know what there's unfortunately too many things i want to talk to you about but i feel Never. like we I can f- do a two-hour episode okay you know what we are gonna two do harder actually- let's do a two-parter <laughs> <laughs> i love i you. demand a two-parter i know my, you're negotiating <laughs> you're, go- you're negotiating your um your pot time yeah um 
listen i do my reps would be very interested to discuss that with you um but it's gonna be a lot of back and forth um so do you know what then why don't we let me give you a bit of a compliment because i have followed you for a long time and been a fan but i when i i didn't realize that you are such a gay trifecta you not only are handsome you're not only an incredible cook but you also are like the most incredible design interior design freak i've ever seen your home is gorgeous and i want to know did you was it just like you organically following your fucking passions? How did you get get to do all this shit? Yeah, I mean, my parents were so rad, and my grandparents like I was like, you know, my, I was like with my grandmother like making dresses for Barbie dolls, you know, like mm. in her basement. She had like a mini mood. It's like she was a huge seamstress, made clothes for like everyone. She had like a mini mood fabrics in her basement. There was like so many bolts of fabric. <laughs> We would have Barbie dolls. My sister and I would like make clothes. My her husband would like allow me to make like yuck cakes, and I would be like throwing random shit in a bowl, stirring it, and baking it. And he would take a bite of every single one. Like I never heard of yuck cake. What what we called them like yuck cakes. It was basically just like throw anything in a bowl, mix it, bake it, and it was just like. And then he, of course, would like always take a bite of it and like respond. It was like I was like in heaven. It was so cool. So their basement was like really like a create. It was like a Montessori school, mm. um, but they were just like Italian Americans, like living, laughing, loving. And so that was really the. And then you know, my mom and dad were just like they would let me. I redecorated my bedroom like every year. Like I would paint on the walls. I would be like. And then one year, I was finally like, "Mom, we have to go to Sherwin Williams. I need to get my hands on the Ralph Lauren wallpaper book because naturally." Like, so then I redid the whole downstairs and like this gorgeous like floral wallpaper with like a pinstripe underneath the chair rail. And then like the living room was there was like three patterns that we used. And the, the dining room is still like that. And it's like so pretty. So and then I was going to go to culinary school and then I, that didn't happen really early on. And then I was like, I'm going to go to art school. So I went to art school. And then I just, my career has always been just like creative ever since oh, that. And you're, my apartment. You're just, no, I'm just saying you were describing like a, a gay childhood heaven of just it was, like. I'm very, very like super duper lucky. Like so lucky. Which like, is my, so great to be like, to be in a position where you can say how grateful you were to have that childhood and then to also like keep on those gifts or keep it on giving oh, yeah. right now. Like that Absolutely. is it. Yeah. I mean, I think my parents were like, just, you know, they just knew that I had like an interest and a talent. And then, and then my apartment is just a collection of stuff that I've been collecting forever and ever and ever. And I just pack it with me. Um, everything in my apartment I love. Like I don't keep things around that I don't like. You invented, you're like um, on par with, please give me the reference. I know, Garton, Martha Stewart, like what? Who I was going to be the sparking <laughs> joy girl. Um. Uh, sure. Yeah. No, we love um, Marie Kondo. Absolutely. We love Marie Kondo because yeah. I, I, I sometimes hold on to things out of fear of what will happen if I get rid of them. But I oh. think you can't do that. You can't do it because it's like, I mean, I don't know. I have a lot of stuff, like, but I have collections. Like, I have a full wall of art. I have a full shelf of ceramics and, like, objects. And then I have a full, like, textile collection. Like, I collect things in sort of, like, categories. And my whole thing is people are like, can you tell me where you got the art on your wall? And I'm like, do you have a 100 years? Like, there's <laughs> so, like, I can't, like, I didn't get it all at, like, whatever, like, Ikea's, like, framed art section. like Or Craig Barrel. Did- Yeah, which is, like, completely fine. Like, I have no issue with that. But, like, my thing is, like, if you are, like, wherever the fuck you are and you see something and you like it, you have to buy it. Like... If you see something, gay something. Yeah, gay. Exactly. So, that's my story. It's, like, you know, I just, like, pick up shit wherever I go that I really like. And it's, like, you know... But I think it's hard sometimes to know what you like. So, it's just, like... 
you know, it's just a collection of experiences. Live your bliss, follow your truth, and fucking put splattered paint on the wall and see what feels good and uh, be, pretend you're in your grandma's basement, basement. F- making yuck cakes yeah w- failing big and then make and then making dreams totally because you got to know what tastes bad to taste good just like the beer at the fucking weird harry potter world throwback what is, to the, what is that called well now like, that you're saying it again it's it's escaped like my mind um Butter beer, butter, butter beer. beer, butter beer. Yeah, see that alone, like mm-mm. butter. Yes, if they were like, here's liquid butter, I'd be like, I'm down. I've done that before. I was just talking to some people about um, butter, buttered rum, which as a Jew, I've never, I've, no, I don't no. know, I've never. And that sounds disgusting to me. It's just like rum with butter in it. Yeah, I don't drink alcohol, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love like actually when I did drink, dark and stormies were a fave. Mm. For so sure. you're is what you are considered California sober? Yes, exactly. I don't drink because it doesn't I don't feel good. I don't drink because of any other reason. So I just don't like it. And so it's like I think that like everything tastes like I should be cleaning my windows with it. Like I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And why is my throat burning? You know what well, I mean? I, like, I totally know that. I my California sobriety is also based on taste I'm not super into, but also it makes me feel so bad the next day so that bad. I don't, don't find yeah. that it's worth it. Whereas And I'm like a doesn't... bit of a weekend warrior. So like I like my like weekend. Like I like to use it. Like yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. like if I was like hungover it would be like i would be depressed for a year because i like wasted a weekend and i get and i the depression sits in too so you know what since we have been talking a little bit about this gorgeous basement i want to hear about the famous podcast question which is grossy pelosi dan the stan whose fault is it that you're gay who do we blame baby okay i made a list you're sick. You're fucking sick. I can't do one answer. So this, I went with like media consumption and like things that gave me the feels. So number one is Sally Field and Steel Magnolias. Done. Um, number two is Shirley MacLaine and Steel Magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> because like, they please make, make number three a different Robert. character. In Steel <laughs> <laughs> it could be, but I had to move on. Um, number three is Robert Wright, Robin Wright Penn in The Princess Bride. Thank you. It was just Robin Wright then, but The Princess Bride was so huge. And then number four, from a very different point of view, is Chris O'Donnell and Batman Forever in 1995 with that, like, the nipples on the suit. Kill me. I was, like, squirming inside out, vibrating, like, <laughs> couldn't handle it. You were having full exorcism, head going to full 360 yeah. turn. Like, yeah. Like, I was, like, quaking. I was, like, it, it, it's why I'm into, like, fetish. I'm why, it's why I'm into, like... There was there was masks, there was rubber, there was like restraint. I was like, Are you a rubber girl? Not really rubber, but like I love a costume drama when it comes oh, to yeah. like fetish. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like I want to like all pictured as a kid what we would do to Robin's rubber nipples and yes. then your hand goes down to the rubber yes. abs and then you picture like, like a blonde bush, if I can say that on online. Uh-huh. And like he a hundred percent awakened that me for it too was, as well so much and then we bring george clooney in and you're just like i'm done like you know what i mean like it's over but then i like when i was a kid because i was like so chubby and then got so fucked from like all the like body makeover stories and like reading Uh, about like chris o'donnell like how he got that body like that whole thing i was just like also reading but like there just was no piece of like marketing from that movie that i didn't consume and like feel well, you I know. think also that we often talk about Robin, we, and and I think a very important conversation is how fucked that 
era of uh, marketing did for people's body images. Oh, yeah. Like, not only was it like the crazy changes they were making to be like a fucking muscled, hairless thing, but yeah. also like anyone that didn't look like that, which is most people. Yeah. It was made to make you feel horrible. And I don't know. I'd be curious to talk to someone in like an appropriate forum that is growing up right now of like what they feel like. Because I know there is much more representation. But like, I don't know. still know. But recently, just I feel like like good, healthy representation is like within the past year and a half. Like, honestly, like I'm these kids are so, so lucky. But yeah, I mean, it was really bad for us. And it was and it was really bad for a really long time. It really was. And I think that yeah. so many of us have to be in therapy to unlearn so many of the things. And uh, I was yeah. literally, you know, if I'm being crazy honest, I was at a pool party situation in Los Angeles last weekend Famous. at Famous. famously and um, whose house. Actually, I'm going to tell you because it's a friend of the podcast. It is Nick Norsha, gorgeous Harry King. Look him up. Um, well. he, it was his birthday, and it was a really fun time. They did like a wigs and a heel situation. I love which, that. Um, but I remember saying to Matt, I was like standing in a speedo, which I'm not used. I don't. I not my thing. Yeah. But I was like, like I was like three times. Like, are you sure I look okay? Do I look mature? Are you sure? And he was like, you need to just know you look fine you look great yeah it's so hard and it and it was hard and i was like it's well it shouldn't have to feel like an act of bravery to do that you know what i mean and like like people not only do you have to like ramp like amp yourself up to do it but then people sometimes will like i've gotten comments from people who like i post a photo of myself like shirtless and they're like oh my god i love how you like you just like post shirtless photos like that's so brave and i'm like what like what You're is like that? that exactly actually, that actually like, you saying um, that is... yeah actually you saying that makes me spiral but thank right you. <laughs> love you um also i love like I, on your instagram feed you just like post like body pics of all your guests i do i do yeah, i do that's great. i do yeah i think like, you know it's for the boys out i mean listen if if, if you if like anything... the madame of your <laughs> podcast guests i'm the um diana jenkins that was that. a reference to uh, Beverly. They're saying that apparently Diana Jenkins, who will be fired from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, as apparently was a madam, like whoring people out across the um, the globe via a magazine she had. But yeah, I, I so been... I'm not a pod. I'm not a housewives gay. I know and nothing that's okay. except all I know is that I do have Rosie Aunt Rosie's phone number in my phone because we used to work together in my past life. But Wait, Rosie what? from um... Rosie Pierre from New Jersey, <laughs> the lesbian, yes. the like Republican lesbian. Yeah, her number's in my phone. She did invite me on her boat, but I didn't go. So, But you didn't go, and she's canceled. Um, <laughs> I do want to also, I need to make sure you feel seen on the Princess Bride reference, because yeah. nothing made me feel more allowed to be a fagintu by yeah. watching the Princess Bride. I don't know. I can't put my finger on yeah. if it's like, I feel like I'm watching, um, what the fuck is... You, my name is Anirio Matoyo. Could my father prepare to die? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the Who fuck is his, his name? I don't know. I know it, but it's, you know, but wait. Like... Yeah, there's him, and then there's also Carrie, who I can't say is also Carrie Elwes. Yes, Elwes. yes, yes. Like, how do we, how are we supposed to say that? 
And we're not supposed to, I think. Um, but yeah. Mandy Patinkin is <laughs> Mandy is Patinkin, who much, is I, incredible, incredible. Yeah. Also, like inconceivable. Also, seeing the, the yes. giant going up the mountain. Yes. Also, seeing yes. uh, it's just fantasy. There was dresses. There was hair. There was magic. I loved it. Yeah, I think I kind of always wished I lived in the magic world like that. Of course, totally. mine is like the torture and the poverty. But like, <laughs> there. But the magic of it all. You want to be a peasant in a in a Disney film? Well, that's like the fucking. <laughs> that's like the movie of my life is like I wish to be in Princess Bride and they turn me into a peasant I'm like fuck I should have been more specific <laughs> exactly right right you like make the wish it's like the, the genie in the bottle but your wish is like yeah, wait you know. let's let's write that movie of a gay guy that wishes to be <laughs> in a castle and it turns out he's just like shoveling shit didn't um what's that I don't know the gay movies are hard it's hard but okay anyways <laughs> what's coming up for you I'm st- <laughs> you just like witched a tickle in my throat that was crazy how'd you do that what's coming up for you um it actually came up for you instead honey to be clear um no i just was like i've been watching that like billy whatever billy eichner like preview to his like movie bros yeah i just don't i i want it to be good i want everyone to be happy and lovely and have fun and be rich and famous and i just i'm like is this gonna be good like i don't know I think what's interesting about bros is that the marketing is clearly attempting to uh, put the gay historical fact in front by saying this is the first gay movie ever, the first gay studio movie ever, the first gay, gay, gay. It's a a little Sam Smith at the Oscars saying I'm the first gay person to win an award. It's a little bit... Also, I think, first of all, I hope it's going to be great. I do think it's going to be great. I'm very excited to see it. I wish that the marketing was a little more of just like, look at this really crazy story about two guys falling in love. Um, But again, Billy, I think probably is dealing with a lot of like voices and people telling him like you know yeah it's it's if only i could see a documentary about what it was has been like for billy to actually make this i know i know it's the gates we we it's hard sometimes it's really hard not to other ourselves you know what i mean like for ourselves to be like this is the first gay thing it's like you know like i'm the first gay person to wake up this morning like it's like (laughs) cool you know like i don't know it's just hard and then then on the other hand of it it's like we want to be seen we want it like it's just like you know and i it's a constant struggle you know it's almost like it's almost like drag race i feel which is you know drag is don't they say drag is a form of protest like it it, it comes yeah. from a very marginalized community yes. and lifestyle but at the same time it's become such a juggernaut success and so you have to like grapple yeah. with okay it is a very specific audience but now katie's if i may use that word are obsessed with it and so it's like are we st- is it still what it was yeah and can't does it have to be it like doesn't have said, to be your and career, also, like, your career gay, can span a lifetime your career can span a lifetime your tops and bottom dumb can span a lifetime <laughs> and i think like it's actually a very smart observation about we don't want to other ourselves all the time but also what makes us othered is part of our magic and yeah. that is a tough thing to it's negotiate really really hard and i've been going like my whole life i've been you know, there was a time when I did, I was like, there's no way other gay people exist in my yeah. life. You know what I mean? So going from that to being like drowning in gays, you know, it's like, holy shit. So how do you reconcile that? Well, I'm curious about thinking back to your your basement days with this gorgeous family what happened when you came out where they all just like yes paint now paint the world with your- <laughs> <laughs> um 
yeah i mean i think like my sister was like you're gay and i was like the way she knew i think my my um, my uncle who was like who passed unfortunately he was like one of my best friends he was Mm. fairly like queer i would say um and kind of knew from an early age my dad was like whoa but has been like the most incredibly so i think it took him a little bit of time to like figure it out but he Mm -hmm. was really really supportive but you know this was like a time this was like in 2000 Mm -hmm. and my dad was like literally was like the first thing he really said to me after i came out was like i i don't want to i like i can't see you die like you know what i mean and i was like what are you talking about and he was like aids and i was like Mm -hmm. whoa like and i came out without having really even like had any sex with anyone so i was like like okay we have a journey like i'm a slow you know like i'm gonna be like a slow start hold your horses Um, daddy-o yeah you know like i'm not like sucking dicks left and right like i was just like no, no, like, this isn't about me coming out to tell you that I'm getting, like, fucked in the ass. It's me coming out to tell you, like, like there's a new lens that you need to see me through. But, like, that's kind of it, you know? And also to tell you, like, why I love Steel Magnolias so much. Why I watch Steel Magnolias constantly and would, like, ask my, like, male friends in, like, seventh grade if that was the movie they wanted to watch at the sleepover. And they Do you guys, do I don't know, want to watch, like, a yeah. off the top of my head. I'm just, yeah, like, like, workshopping. Steel Magnolias. Like, I'll make snacks. Like, you guys just chill. <laughs> Um, <laughs> in fact, why don't you guys sit back? I'll get on the ground, and whatever goes, goes. <laughs> no, we were in sixth grade. Are um, you kidding me? In sixth grade, I wanted to suck off my friends and just never said it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, well, okay, well that's on you. No, um, yeah. I mean, you. I think I didn't know what was happening for a bit, but I also was like playing with dolls and like would be yeah. at my sister's sleepover parties like sitting in the kitchen on a little chair like overlooking like sort of like you know monitoring what was happening and also being like can i get you guys snacks you know what i mean like wanting to be part of that world i'm not joking that really gives me tears in my eyes because i just like remember such a deep wanting to be a part of the girlies and yes. the girl sleepovers and the doll play and yeah. like, all you wanted was to express yourself authentically mm-hmm. and you couldn't and that was so it was hard. so hard and it you know i did a really i was pretty brave and like i did play with barbie dolls i did get my little pony dolls brought mm-hmm. to me as presents to my birthday party but there was never enough. it was never enough like i just wanted to keep going like yeah. deeper and deeper and i actually told my boyfriend the like the sister sleepover party the other day and he was like i'm gonna cry like i could just like see you i want to cry when i hear it too yeah because you know what there's like the in in the movie version the camera is like slowly panning on your face while you're hearing the girls Mm -hmm. talking and you're looking at the muffin tins and you're thinking i can make the the most amazing muffins and all i want to do is giggle with them and talk about boys and play with the dolls and do all these things i could actually do a better french braid than you jessica (laughs) like move the fuck out of the way like, you know what I mean? That's a little less uh, tearful than I envisioned. Yeah, but, yeah, but no, it was, you're I right. was that too, you know? She's, you know, 50% evil, 50% angel. Um, but no, I mean, you were there. Like, you saw the film, clearly. Like that I was saw the good. film. I you saw the it. film. Yeah. I just, I, I'm yeah. so grateful that we and so many of us did not let the difficulties of that censorship growing up stop us from being a, who we are as adults. Yeah. Because I do think there are a lot of people who, yeah. through many different factors, oh, like don't just feel block it out, and like, they block it out. And I like and that, I. Oof, it's not for me. It's just it's again. I've said this before. It is survival for me to be myself because yeah. I like fucking quake when I can't express myself. Like if I have to hold a, a, a dark secret in 
a like it's it's not i can't do it i can't do it i can't either oh my god i mean my face tells you literally everything you do that needs now like every single thing which is a new this chapter of my life and maybe it's like uh, uh getting older and your 30s thing it's like i need to be honest with people and i need to not hold in how i truly feel of course i try to be diplomatic but like yeah. If yeah. it's not it's i used to be you know i'm sure a lot of us would i would make up really dumb like white lies in order to not say what i totally. wanted i couldn't totally. go to something because um my yeah. mom said that like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know what? actually i just can't go period yeah. blank like, and that's good. okay and it's amazing because what your response is actually like i don't want to say trained but they tell people a lot about you and then they stopped expecting those things from you so it just oh. it just like like even on like instagram now that i have this like following I'm very clear with like what flies and doesn't fly for me. And I like Mm -hmm. set really clear boundaries and it's like to the benefit of everyone, because it's like, if that boundary doesn't work for you, then you get to unfollow me. And then I also don't have people who don't understand my boundaries following me. So it just creates like a really authentic community god i sound like a social media marketing person but like you know what i mean like my well yeah i get it are you t- can you um on the the types of boundaries is it like types of like like hate speech type things or what what types of boundaries are you talking it's like not like the really aggressive like broad hate stuff because that stuff's a little bit like on the nose and it's like i get it like you've been yeah. coming to my dms and be like you fucking faggot like or people will be like are you really to nancy pelosi and i'm just like that's not hate that's like stupidity mm. but people who will say like really like micro things like that woman being like it's so brave of you to post a shirtless photo like i will call in her comment and be like hi everyone like this person just messaged me or like someone said to me a while back they were like you how do you eat everything you eat if i did that i would be 300 pounds and i was like okay so you saying that to me insinuates that like being 300 pounds is bad i weigh 270 pounds so like we're not far off and also like you're judging what i'm eating even though you're expressing it from like a place of joy and you think it's fun it doesn't work for me like i have had disordered eating my whole life Mm -hmm. and i've worked through that so you don't get to comment on that and so i let people know those things and people are like thank you so much for doing this because it allows me to do it in my own life and i'm like it takes a really long time like i'm fucking old i've been in therapy for seven years i've gone on the other side like if if we were talking 10 years ago, you'd be like, this queen is the fucking worst. Like, you know what I mean? Like it mm. takes a minute to like figure out how to make your life good for you. So. Damn. I wish I had given myself a little more space as a young person to be a psycho in my brain and to like, like you'd be like, you are not going to feel this way forever because I don't do what you do in terms of the boundaries with if i get something like that or if something happens i'm still sometimes like trying to just go with the flow and not make anyone feel upset by me and i think that is something that inspires but it doesn't have to be like my goal in telling that person that is not to upset them right because like i'm like i said these aren't like internet trolls who are being assholes to be assholes like these are real people who i interact with frequently who are writing me messages that make me think that that they think are going to make me laugh Mm. and they actually make me feel bad. So I let them know like this made me feel bad and here's why. And I know that wasn't your attention because then go forward, we can have a stronger bond. And you know, that is growth for, for, for everyone witnessing it and that person involved too. It's just feedback. It's not meant to like shut you down or like, make you unhappy it's meant to be like here's what you just said like i want to like be you know like that and i think like it's important because people like love because i have a food account they love to talk about food being evil or food making you feel bad or food Mm -hmm. making you fat or they want to tell me they're on a diet and they can't eat that and i'm like 
girl, I have been on every diet in the world and I stopped that bullshit and it doesn't work for me. If a diet works for you, great, but don't talk to me about it. Like I literally do not label my food as sinful. It's not, that's not it. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, damn. Dan, thank God I got to talk to you. I mean, it's super important to surround yourself with not only obviously people that that make you feel good, but like when you're receiving messages and to put up those boundaries in a way, because like that shit does affect you no matter what, no matter how big your audience is or how small a single comment like that is like it really is well i will lose sleep over something so stupid unless i say something about it and the same thing with like people like i you know post something like a beautiful photo of sardines from like via corona which is like the best restaurant in the city like not by me saying it but like everyone saying it Mm -hmm. and people will send me a puke emoji back and i'm like who the fuck are you and why would you do that like just keep moving like Keep don't it comment moving. it is so easy to just not comment i there's a i could go around the internet saying so many shitty things all day but i don't because i just not the vibe which is why i need to get off twitter period um, i hate twitter i fucking yeah, hate twitter kill it's me. only good uh, for porn and that's it and i agree with that statement some good yeah. good, good good porn on me hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Well, you know what? Speaking of keeping things moving, I want to yes. ask you another podcast question that oh, I is... I thought you had to poop. 
<laughs> Speaking of thinking things moving, I want to make a quick trip to the pod. Uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? I've been shot in three weeks. Um, Whoa, let's talk about that. Okay, no, it's not. Keep going. No, it's actually, I, you know what? I mean, never mind. I, I was going to actually, I'm actually, I'm so much better now that I take probiotics, but thank you for asking. Um, the question Welcome. is the podcast question, which is if the world was ending and you could only save one character actress, who would you save? Okay, this takes me back to the Oscars like three years ago where it was like, do we want Laurie Metcalf or Alice and Janney to win? Because they are both career best character actresses. Was it? Are, okay, so Alice and Janney was so up Alice for and Janney I, Tanya. Was for I, Tanya. Laurie Metcalf was up for Lady Bird. Oh, fuck, Lady Bird. And so then you're like, Sophie's choosing Laurie Metcalf and Alice and Janney at the Oscars, which I do not take lightly. Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm still not over it. Who ended up winning? Allison Janney for Tanya. But I... Ugh, so I go f- so far back. Allison Janney in... Um, what was the movie about the um, the beauty pageants? With Drop Kirsten Dead Gorgeous. Kelly. She was just... I mean, that she was unreal in that, right? And so you're just like, holy shit. And every movie she's ever been in. Laurie Metcalf is just like flawless and everything too. So like, how, you only could have been happy with a tie. But, I know. Can you can them both walking up together and then speaking in unison? They like hold hands and say the same speech, and then they like mold together. Um, and then they're like, "We're in a lesbian relationship." Um, but they're one person with two vaginas. <laughs> exactly. And then the um, vaginas go. I, I think that, like you know, I think Alice and Janney did a really good job in Itanian. Was hysterical and so fucking funny. She had a campier performance. Mm-hmm. I think what Laurie Metcalf did was subtler, and so I sort of wanted her to win only because I think. I respect subtler acting. Like, you know, it's like Lisa Kudrow on the comeback, like mm-hmm. that level of just like subtlety. Like that was not a campy performance. That was like the most brilliant thing anyone's ever done in the entire history of man and woman. Like, correct. And everything in between. So Laurie Metcalf, I think, but like if Al's, if Laurie Metcalf won, I might be sitting here being like, it should have been Alison Janney. Cause I'll well, never I think that's beautiful. It's you're, you're giving some uh, retribution to Laurie for lo- losing the Oscar. And now, yeah. uh, the, she, and now Alison's been knocked off and Laurie can bring the earth back to functioning form. We need Laurie in another uh, Oscar worthy role. I agree. Do you I, get I nervous for like actresses that they'll never have another Oscar worthy role? Like I'm freaking out about Michelle Williams. <laughs> <laughs> i think i you know what i do is I, I i get nervous about rachel mcadams myself oh that's huge for me it's she got because... nominated how, but i don't even know how she got nominated for what she got nominated for the like so what was it called like the the, the oh, paper the, yeah 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 like, the, um, that was not i'm sorry like she should have been nominated for the family stone the best movie ever made i was hoping you were gonna say that because she the only film I, well it's it's very rare that you see someone that had such a string of movies that were so culturally defining oh, the good. notebook mean girls um family stone i dare yeah. i say the hot chick was one of my yeah. defining movies and also that up. movie with like the sisters at the wedding she was in that too with like isla fisher and like the wilson boys wedding planners i mean wedding, wedding planner whatever the fuck like i don't that fuck that kind of like straight movie i don't get but like she was in it and good i rewatched wedding crashers because my brothers were obsessed with it growing up and it yeah. is deeply homophobic but there are but rachel mcadams is great in it and isla fisher remember isla fisher going um like she's basically telling vince vaughn he could never leave her because she goes because i'd find you (laughs) yeah beautiful she's good so where so how do like can we phone rachel mcadams right now and like ask her what she's up to so 
I you have her number. I know you. I'll call Rachie baby. <laughs> Wait, so it's so funny because do you know you know who Andy Bargani is? Of course I do. Has he been on the pod? He's not, but I would love him for to come for him to come okay. on. He's great. He's one of my best friends. And him and I, like at three o'clock in the morning, whenever one of us is awake, we'll like text each other like the Wikipedia page of like a certain fame. Like any <laughs> fit. and then the next day it's just Oscar acceptance speeches like he oh. is such a like we are so on that like same place He'll, he's like obsessed okay award obsessed speeches for this. us two That's, iconic like, queers and they're most t- of t- our friendship is like that like strong female actresses they're like wikipedia but like i i went really deep on sally field's wikipedia page like <laughs> two weeks ago and i was like freaking out like i was freaking out Oh my god! I to be a fly on that text threads wall. I do think that Rachel McAdams is going to have a rebound, and and of course she never went away, quote unquote. But kind of. she's where not, is she now? Where has she been the past couple of years? She did like the Time Traveler's Wife like five years ago. Yeah, I mean, I can't fucking tell you. I'm I, worried. What, she was in so Spotlight. Bad. Spotlight was that movie, right? Spotlight. I called it the paper, which is like so basic of me. Spotlight, and then also, I mean, but Michelle Williams has the Spielberg movie coming out, which she's already getting booked for. But like Michelle Williams could like take a shit, and they'll be like Oscar. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to tell you. I'm not. I'm not invalidating you. I just am less worried about Michelle than I am about Rachel. No, Michelle will get it. Like Michelle's long overdue. She's probably going to get it the next time anything even it comes close. Rachel, yeah, we're she may never get it. She's a wild card. Oh, she, she also might... did that move that that horror plane movie like red eye or oh something. yeah she was good in that did so she good. has she won like a have we given her like a golden globe has she gotten anything <laughs> she got a nick choice award i'm kidding i don't know what she i hope she's i hope she's gotten <laughs> what's your reader called what's your katie called um i mean i love gay ass girlies um an early form of it was uh since it's gay ass podcast gap i was gonna say gap tooth yeah. bitches but that yeah. didn't really that's didn't not great really, that's that not didn't great. really <laughs> do you hard. have do you have any um ideas for what the the listeners are called i i say girlies but it's not been cemented yet i was thinking of something like assy like big like like big assies or something my assies Assies. I don't know. I, my people call themselves the Pelosi Grossies, which is like a lot. It's a mouthful. It's not that <laughs> I like, really. oh, but that's good though, because sometimes it doesn't have to be concise. We're gonna yeah. I'm gonna workshop it. I might send you some ideas and you can tell me uh Let's do a whiteboard. Yeah, we'll do a whiteboard, we'll do full on mind map. We should oh. get a few of your readers in. Like it's like a focus group. Like when I worked at uh, Loft, um, we would bring in our girl and we would like go through her closet with her, talk about what she loves. Like that's a group. really good idea. Yeah, let's go through your girl's closet. All right, G- get ready, girl. Get ready, girlies, for the Zoom invite. I just looked at the clock and got so sad. <sighs> Dan, we're close. We're really fucking close. This to is the wild. End. Have we I even know. started? Like I'm so we confused. didn't start actually. So I'm gonna start recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I moved my phone. Zoom recording in progress. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, oh, wow. That was beautiful. That was my impression of a dolphin. Um, so I do... You know what? I, I would not be okay with myself if, if I didn't tell you that part of my research, I wrote down notes that I said, boyfriend, colon, um, cute. You and your boyfriend are so fucking cute. Thank you. It's really, it really is one of those things that just kind of every day wrecks me a little bit because it's mm. too cute. Like it just is like, I don't know how it happened. He is so sweet, caring, lovely, and fucking funny. Have you gone to his Instagram? Of course I have. He's so yeah, funny. He's so funny. Like I want him to just be like, 
the most like i just want everyone to just follow him like i'm like i want to give you all my followers like, all right drop just... drop the drop the app the ad is gus.hegarty g-u-s dot h-e-a g-e-r-t-y i like still don't know how to spell <laughs> it is, like, <laughs> don't worry my fucking legally bounded spouse did not know my phone number until oh uh, yeah about a week and a half ago oh i don't know what anyone's phone number is but yeah i mean gus is like the gus is so sweet so thank you for saying that and we've only been together for like a little over like a year and a half and it's so weird i'm like i guess it feels just, like forever it feels like forever and it's really great i'm so happy about for it. my single girls um do, any advice for how how did you guys meet you know, we met on Hinge. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Not kidding. I have heard so many Hinge Everyone. success stories recently. It's, I think I've more, heard more Hinge success stories. And I think the one thing that really was different for us was we were coming out of what we thought was, like, it was, like, year one of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, half vaxxed. We were, like, let's go, girls. We both logged on to Hinge. And the reason why he messaged me is because we both had the comeback in our profiles. And, like, if you know that what the comeback is and if you love it, then, like, you can do anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a good comeback girly is, like, a friend for life. Um, And if you want to fuck them, you marry them. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. So, I think when I... And it's still when I'm like flirting for, you know, funsies and yeah. being alive. I, if there is no banter period, there is no sphincter oh, period. No. Oh my God. Yeah. The banter to sphincter timeline. Is, yeah. Is that a, is that a, is that a, un, uh, what's the rhyme call where they don't actually rhyme, but a, it, it, they rhymed in my head. I was like, that's a perfect <laughs> like 10 out of 10 rhyme. Like you nailed it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, that was it. So we met, and then we went on two FaceTime dates, which was amazing, because I'm not thinking about your armpit. I'm thinking about, like, your brain. Um, <laughs> and I did my, like, fake messy bun routine, and he made some giggles, and then we went on two, yeah, exactly. And, like, check your, you didn't check your split ends, which is huge. You have to check. Yeah, you kind of have to go like this. Like, you're, like, you're kind of, like, giving them, like, a weird look. You're like, what is, like, wait, what? You're like, oh, it's been forever. Um <laughs> So, so anyways, and then we went on two FaceTimes, two walks outdoors, no touching. And then we, fifth date, we got Shake Shack, watched some TV at my house. And I think I made him watch an episode of The Sopranos. And then I kissed him and it was so cute. (sighs) And I kissed him and he went, yes, (laughs) like so excited. And I was like, I will murder you. That was, that was it. Was, was the first kiss great? It was great. It didn't have milk- to be, but it was did you great. Get a milk- did you get a milkshake at Shake Shack? Yeah, like milkshake, like everything. I what, went what, off. What flavor? I'm a vanilla milkshake person, unless I'm at Wendy's, and then I get the, like, not chocolate frosty, but it is supposed to be, like, whatever flavor of frosty is, which everyone's like, it's chocolate. I'm like, that's other. As they as I said on Drag Race a couple of seasons ago, it's chocolate, except for the frosty, it's not chocolate. It's, but it's, Did they it's, say that? They say it's chocolate. They had a chocolate bar that was, like, a whole plot. Oh, thing. Yeah. But um, I I'm oh, a Frosty's. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a Wendy's. Yeah. I'm a Wendy's Frosty girly myself. But mm, back in the day, Shake Shack would do chocolate. My first New York job was at Shake Shack, and Stop. I famously Which I opened the 44th Street and 8th Avenue location. No, that one's big. That's a but, corner. Oh, it was scary. And I was uh, I had a crush on my manager. And don't worry, I did sleep with him by the end of that job. Oh my god, I worked like a block away from that for years. So. Fuck, I missed you, mm-hmm. Dan. I'm so devastated. We have to end this fucking episode. I know, but um, we're best friends, so we are. Fun. And I famously enjoy visiting New York, and I hope you like to visit California because. I- 
absolutely do. I cannot wait to be a California sober sober queen sober queen with you it's gonna be so fun i'll come over and cook in your house and you'll be like get out of here you nightmare oh are you kidding me i will fucking worship your pits while you cook for me (laughs) where Um, in la are you where okay where in la are you i'm right by silver like i'm between silver lake and koreatown it's called rampart village just like everyone thank you love that before we end this episode, I'm yeah. asking you a question that you were not prepped for, which is, Grossi Pelosi, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Guess what? Um, I think I'm going to go with Soap Dish. Which is a gorgeous answer for a Dan Pelosi because that I did not watch that movie oh. until I had done this podcast. And really? I, I mean, it's I was, so it was, good. It was it's so like on good. the level of just insanity and satire that I love. Satire is heaven for me, and that one just went off. Yeah. But also, like, for a moment, is it Cinderella with Brandy and um, Whitney Houston? You know what? I, my whole was, like, quaking, hoping that you were going to bring it up, because I finally watched the special, and Whoopi's, like, her her confessional moments on the the special it's just it really was a a an event an event and also b the the whitney and brandy clips of them recording the music like why are you down there it's all so music is unreal i mean also goldberg like being straight in it you know what i mean truly and also like the yeah. And also, she had she forced Harry Winston to give her diamonds, to- <laughs> <laughs> and there was armed guards next to the camera. It's, Thank you, Whoopi. Yeah, Whoopi, she nailed it. But honestly, like if the if the readers, um, if the big assies or whatever haven't watched Soap Dish immediately, link it. Yeah, click link below in, the link, link in bio. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Dan, where can people follow you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, they can follow me. I think the big headliner is Instagram. Have you heard of it? Um, at Grossy Pelosi. And then also my website is danpelosi.com. I'm on Pinterest. If you're a Pinterest gal, my girl's a Pinterest girl. I'm a Pinterest mom. TikTok, I would, you know, you can try and follow me. It's not a great time. But yeah, sure. Instagram. Uh, you and, can just Instagram. And the rest is herstory. Dan Pelosi, I was hoping that my expectations would be met, and they were not met. They were exceeded. Oh. You are everything and more. And thank you for coming on this podcast. That is incre- so incredible. It was the best. I'm so in love. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to That's a Gay Ass Podcast with Dan Pelosi. And if you want to leave a five-star review, go ahead and click those five stars. Tell me why you like the podcast and help others find this gay ass show. Enjoy the rest of your week and just stay you. Fierce, fabulous, and a big ol' fagatrini. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.